King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles, will be free at last. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles at the end of each podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Thank you again for listening to this podcast and for sharing it via social media with five or ten of your friends. Please keep on sharing it. And if you're new to this podcast, welcome to the podcast and please subscribe. Recently, I was at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. And what's great about the museum, just so you know, is if you live in the New York area, Connecticut or New Jersey, is that it's free. Now, I'm going to get into the exhibit on Egypt as well as another exhibit today that they have on Africa and the African origin of civilization. But my first impression about any of these museums, if you listen to this podcast and listen to my podcast on the Season 1, Episode 23, artwork that was taken as a result of a colonial movement or colonization of a society on the African continent or nation or empire, when that colonization has occurred, whether it was violent or not, that artwork does not belong to you. Nowhere else, under any other circumstances, can anyone claim that they took an item or series of items that belong to you or your country and decide that they're going to keep them forever and not call it theft. 
A good example of this is the Benin bronzes, of which the Met, I believe, has about 150 of these. Now, they sell at auction for upwards of $4 million. So you can do the math on that. We're talking more than $500 million, a half of a billion dollars worth of stolen artwork. And that's a lot of money that the Met has. And part of that money that you get you receive from people who come to the Met to actually see the artwork that you have stolen. So most people don't know that the Met is free in New York, so they actually pay. And then on top of that, the Met receives money from grants and other sources. So they're actually making money off of your and my art. So there are major problems with these museums having these items. Now that aside, while I was at the Met, they have an Africa exhibit and the entire African exhibit was closed but the Egypt exhibit was not and that tells you a whole lot about how they consider Egypt and what they consider Egypt and how they severed Egypt from the African continent they also had another great exhibit that I would highly recommend it was in one room but it's called the African origin of civilization exhibit which blends both Africa and Egypt and African and Egyptian art. Now I have to bring attention to the Egyptian exhibit outside of the African origin of civilization exhibit. The Egyptian exhibit primarily focuses upon the artwork and images of later Egyptians after Egypt had already fallen. So many of the people that they're representing as the pharaohs of Egypt in the Metropolitan Museum of Art are the pharaohs or kings that became kings under Roman rule. In fact, many of them are post-BC, so they're actually after Christ. And when you look at them, you see Europeans, or you see someone who doesn't look black. So this is done intentionally. So if you're just an average person walking through the museum and you saw these people, you'd say, oh, the ancient Egyptians are white. I see it with my own two eyes. But they actually have images there of black Egyptian pharaohs but they often present them without the nose. Sometimes the nose was damaged, and I asked Ivan Van Sertima once about the nose. He said that the Ottoman Turks blew off the nose. So we already know from Egypt's Table of Races, and you can check out my earlier podcast. Season on this. 1, Episode 2. We know that the Egyptians were black. Diop has presented the Table of Races. The original Egyptians were black. But then Egypt was invaded by the Hyksos and the Greeks and the Romans and others, and there was race mix. So the race of the later pharaohs is problematic. It's just as if you came to the United States of America a thousand years ago, you would see primarily Native Americans. And then if you arrived today and you just popped in out of nowhere and said, well, I see that it's mostly European Americans that are here a thousand years ago, they must have also been mostly Europeans living here. That's not the case. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original poetry or hip-hop track by myself, MC Brother Miles. You might think that the Metropolitan Museum of Art has art but they really have a bunch of our stolen art. To the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars just in one civilization's artwork. We wonder, how can this be? It seems 
that you have at least a half a billion dollars worth of artwork from Benin. And you have been lauded for lending one or two Benin bronzes back to Nigeria. This seems like a hoax. What you need to do is just make copies and give all of them the most right back to the ancient civilizations that still exist. For these were what you put on your invasion. Blood-soaked hitless. Make a replica, yes, Brother Miles does say, and people will appreciate the replica in the same way as you give back the original to the country at hand. For example, the Benin bronzes should all be in Nigerian hands. And in your exhibit on Egypt, you need to combine it with Africa, not keep it separate on the list, so that when you say, well, the African exhibit is closed, but the Egyptian one is open, and we've made sure to only display the pharaohs with European-looking noses. And if there was a statue of a black pharaoh that was there, that was even older, we made sure to make sure we showed you the one with the broken noses. Yes, in the African origin of civilization, you finely tiny grown now show more ancient black pharaoh statues and you will expel this Eurocentric odor. For how can we have a working African historical motor when it's spliced up and divided by your chainsaw spinning rotor? Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast. You can donate at the $4.99 level, and if you don't have as much money, you can support it for as little as $1 per month. Please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. The link will take you to my Anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my Anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at Martinez at gmail.com and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is Martinez at gmail.com M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the $9.99 level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name The Wakandas 
Real Vibranium of Africa, by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.